Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
wouldn't let go. Anybody in here ever felt like giving up, just throwing in the towel, just giving up? I'm not going to ask you to hunt anybody, but just look at them. That person you're looking at is here tonight only because of God's mercy in his grace. Somebody ought to just tell God, thank you for your mercy. And your grace has kept me.
Good morning, good morning, praise him, hallelujah. Good morning. Well, that is, we are having a blessed morning, hallelujah. The blood running warm in our body, glory to him, hallelujah. It's cold outside and warm in the inside. So we're going to have a hot time in the Lord. We uh, have a few more songs, and uh, we'll see if uh, Evangelist Shama will come in and pray for us this morning. I spoke Amen. with her and told her that uh, uh, we usually start at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m., Shama, you remember? And she said, oh, yeah. I said, so please, you come at 7 o'clock like you used to come. We're not going to change horses in the middle of the race. So we, mm-hmm. we thank him, hallelujah, this morning, for he is worthy of all the praise. So give me one second here, and uh, we'll be right back in here. Let me mute everything. But it was worth it 
Amen. Praise you. Hallelujah. I uh, was just calling. Java, I began to think about how that the peoples, they just only want the hand of God. Then I began to think about if you live in the house where he's celebrated all the time, you know, the children's they still have their way that they want to do, but if you keep it before them, they will have a heart to draw near. But if you don't keep the Almighty before you every day on a daily basis, contention, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have uh, all types of sin is going to creep in, and this is what's destroying the faith and the belief and the children's today is because the parents have went out the opposite direction, obeying the lust of their desire, doing their churchly duties, their religious duties on Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays, whatever day they do them on. And this is a big problem today in society is that we do not hold up this truth because we don't believe it. And that's why people work themselves to death because they think that they have to work and work and work to pay these bills and this and that. Well, he's even greater than that to us. All you have to do is seek him. I want to talk this morning to you uh own the heart fix our heart this morning I want to tell you do not worry there's no need of worrying about anything we just need to get back to the fear of the almighty father we thank you this morning You've given us a spirit, a body, and a free soul. We thank you this morning that you're the all and all in all. And you all that we need today, you alone are the most high, the almighty Yah. And there's none other like unto you. We come this morning just to say you thank you. Thank you for all that you've done, how you've showed yourself real on our behalf, how we know that there is none greater than you. So we come before you this morning bringing this service back to you, asking you to speak to these hearts of the people this morning. Speak to their minds this morning. Speak to their body and their soul. Speak to them this morning and let them know and realize that you're calling them to you, Father. All of the ministers and all of the believers and the participators and speculators, spectators, where I should rain down today, open our eyes that we may see, our ears that we may hear, remove every unjust regime from us, Father, that we may know 
believe and understand what is your good and perfect will today. Touch the children, Father. The children are going backwards, and the parents are running after them. So the parents are going backwards with the children, Father. Father, we run to you this morning with all of our carols. We thank you, Father. And we bring the people this morning to you according to Second Chronicles 7 and 14. We seek your face today. We repent of our sins. We pray for your strength, your guidance. Thank you that you will protect your people. And if we follow and obey the word and believe the word as we would believe some of the other things that we read, we believe that. And some of the stories and the news and all the stuff that we see, we believe that. For we saw it with our eyes or we heard it with our ears. Now here we are this morning. We want to hear your word this morning. Speak to our hearts and speak to our minds today. Speak to our soul today. Heal and deliver. Touch and bless those that are here under the sound of my voice this morning. I thank you for every participator and every person, Lord, that uh, listen to these programs. Yeah, there may be some flaws in it, Father, with the songs or communication, but, Father, they know. You know what we're trying to do. We thank you, Father, that your hand is in the midst and that Satan is a liar. He's a thief. He comes to steal. We bind him, break his power that he have over your people today, destroy the very act of sin, the yoke of the devil, Satan, or the spirit of the almighty truth, destroys every lie, and every lie that's been spoken upon the people of God concerning their health and their strength today. We bind every paralysis, cancer, every disease, high blood pressure, and in everything that is outside your will today. For you say that you put none of these curses on us that you placed upon the Egyptians. So we stand today whole in your name, the almighty Yah, because of Yahshua. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor now. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory to his name. We want to, amen, talk this morning from some verse of scriptures that is written in your Bible. I believe I want to go to, uh, what those glasses went? That it went right there. I want to just talk a little bit, hopefully, that uh, your hearts will be changed. Glory. I want to change your heart this morning. I know all the catastrophic devastation cars being repossessed, people losing homes and all this and that. That's because your trust was in your in your money. Your money gonna run out, either way you look at it. It wasn't intended for your money to Amen to carry you from earth to glory, not your money. But he, the creator and sustainer of life and all mankind. I am so disappointed this morning as I look around at uh, the people, the religious peoples. I don't see a difference between the churchy folks, the church folks, the non-church folks. Everyone is trying to do the same thing. That's pay bills, 
uh, raise a happy family, get a good education, go to college to get a good job. And that's the main focus this morning, is that everybody is trying to take care of their own business. But I <coughs> I look in the Word today, <coughs> excuse me, and I find so many verses of scriptures. I was preaching yesterday out of the book of Matthew, where the Holy Spirit was speaking to the people, and they looked at me as if I was teaching some foreign message. When he was telling us not to worry, and he told us that uh, he was going to do what he said he'll do if we believe. So today, I want to look over in the book of Psalms 112, when it talks about the blessed state of the righteousness. We have already been approved for a blessing, but exchange for righteousness. So the writer, he starts off saying, Praise the Almighty. Blessed is the man who fears the Almighty, who delight greatly in his commandment. I heard him yesterday talking about uh, the new covenant. Uh, they're trying to throw away the Old Testament. They're trying to just say, if we would obey the new covenant, you know, but I had to object to that because if you don't obey the old, how are you going to have the new? It took the old to get to the new. Without the old, there was no new. Self-explanatory. Without mama and papa, there was no you. So that answers that question. You can't get rid of the old and live in the new. That's to say that everybody passed 40 years of age, and that's what they try to get to just go ahead on and just the children sign the seniors on over to uh, death. You know, that's it. Just sign it. You're sick. Exit out of here. Next. And that's the way it's been. A few years back, they had brought that in, that the children have more power than their uh, parents now. If if the parents still have a sound mind, the children uh, overrule the parents, and, 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 and two of them can get together and say, yeah, we want to put mother, you know, whatever, you know. So he says this morning in verse 2, his descendants will be mighty on earth. Talking about the ones that fear the Almighty. Talking about your children's your descendants, but they will be mighty on earth, and the generations of the upright will be blessed. Wealth, verse 3, and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endure forever. Unto the upright there arise, unto the upright there arise light in the darkness, all of these benefits, all because you have kept the truth and you're not being swayed and being taken aside with every 
new thing. Every time something new jumps up in the church, everybody gets that cliche or whatever it is, you know, praise dancers. All of a sudden that come in, you know, in the middle 80s, you know. And we have been changing and changing. I'm not saying nothing about praise dancers, but I'm just showing you uh, there's a lot that I could say about it. What I have seen women's and how they have dressed and how they was not suitable for that type of praise. Uh, I've seen a lot of it, and I've seen some very spiritually deep, felt praise dancing. And I have some on my Facebook of a girl that was probably about 18, 17, 18, and that child would worship uh, the king with her dancing, and it was real. You could feel it, and you could see it with your eyes, and you heard it with your voice. So that's what the Lord is talking about. He wants us to present our body and have no doubt. So he says that unto the upright there arise light in the darkness. So what he's saying there is that even in moments of darkness, when you can't see your way, his light, his love, his his power, his ways will, amen, overshadow you. And even though you couldn't do it in the natural. The lady said yesterday that she's healed. She said, and yesterday morning the pain started coming back, and she said, no, I rebuke it. I command you to go. I'm healed. Reminded pain that you can't live here anymore. Gave it an eviction notice and was praising uh, the Almighty with her voice and with her hands and her feet and her eyes. Everything was Amen, predicated, amen, by and before God. And that's what I'm talking about this morning, is that we need to examine our praise and our, and, our, and, and our spiritual life. We need to examine that to see whether it can bring deliverance or blessings on someone or anyone else's life. Amen. We need to get on down with our reading this morning. He's gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. A good man deals graciously and leads. He's going to be a leader. He will guide his affairs with desertion, discernment. The righteousness will be in everlasting remembrance. You won't just go off the earth and won't be remembered anymore. You will be remembered for your righteousness. He will not be afraid of evil tidings, not going to be afraid of no evil, whatever the war going to be like. You know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to worry with that. I'm going to live one day at a time. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Almighty, and he will not be afraid. So the word is saying here in Psalm 112, and my key verse was verse 7, where it was saying that he will not be afraid of evil tidings. No matter what evil you heard, you see, or is happening, 
He says now to the believer to not be afraid, which brings me to when we have the wisdom and knowledge of our all-knowing Father, you see, Yah looks ahead to this very generation, and he knew very well his children would be harassed by a flood of bad news. He sent his own son to warn us of a time of unbelievable sorrow when bad news would howl the good news of his return and the end of the world. He warns us that men's heart would fail them for fear, watching those terrible bad news. All the time we see murder and this and that, things happening in the world. And it makes the Christians, they become weary, and they begin to react to all this bad news. But the word of God told us in Luke twenty one twenty six that because that we would look upon the earth and see all of these calamities and all this war and China and America and Russia and all these things, we look and we hear and we listen. And we begin to wear it. But you know the word this morning is saying that there is a fixing for this thing. We are to fix our hearts this morning. You see, those of us who fear the Almighty and delight in his commandments has been instructed this morning, don't worry. Our hearts are fixed and establish our confidence. You see, the Almighty directly, he promised to us, the ones who love and trust him, to not be afraid. He said, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings, Psalm 112 and 7. You see, that is a promise this morning, and a promise from the Almighty, yes, the Almighty Yah can become operative only by faith. We have to walk in faith this morning and believe the word, hallelujah, and a promise from the Almighty. Yes, we're to fix our hearts, hallelujah. Crowd to the Almighty and say, I believe, and that settles that. Don't allow any kind of bad news to make you afraid. Hallelujah. Our great king this morning, our almighty is still on the throne and all things still are working together for good. Why? Because we love him and we are called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. Don't even try to live beyond the reach of danger. Don't try to live on a big hill with fences all around it. He said, don't even try to assert yourself above the danger because only with your eyes you shall see the reward of the wicked. You cannot hide from bad news this morning. You cannot hide from the calamity. 
But the word warns us this morning, woe to you for getting rich by evil means, attempting to live beyond the reach of danger, thinking you can pay your way, amen. That's what all the big wigs, they think this morning that we'll destroy earth because we already know we can live on heaven. They've been taking all types of food up into space, all types of junk to the throne of the Almighty. <laughs> How dare you flee to the mountains, Psalm 11, 1, 3, 4 said, for safety. When I am trusting in the Lord, he said, how can you trust in me, but you are fleeing from the impending danger? The word says that men's heart will will, 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 will grow, you know, the love of many will wax cold, and that men will grow faint. For looking, he said, don't pay so much attention to what you see or hear, but sit your affection on me this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, we'll flee to the mountains for safety. When law and order has collapsed, we are told, what can the righteous do but flee? But the Almighty is still in his holy temple. He still rules from his throne. He's closely watching everything that happened here on earth. My word this morning is, Wake up, believers, this morning. Get your eyes off of bad news. Turn it all into rejoicing and praise because Yah is still on his throne. Satan didn't knock him off the throne. He's still watching every move from heaven. And our Father still has everything this morning under control. Excuse me. So what in the world are you afraid of? Uh, look what he says here. Uh, and uh, let's see, that was Psalms. Uh, I believe it was Luke, 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 Luke 10. Let's see, Luke 12. Excuse me. Let's see, it's Luke 12. Oh, excuse me. It is Luke 12. Luke 12 and 22. I'm having a lot sinus problem, so I'm trying to take my time. It's a little stopped up here. Do not worry. We're talking from Luke 12 and 22, and you can pick up more reading in Matthews 6:19 to the 21st verse, and the 25 and the 34. That's a lot to say about not to worry. And we are wearing ourselves to the grave this morning, trying to figure out how to make ends meet, trying to figure out how to pay the tuition. You, you're struggling too hard. Back up and allow him to create in you faith and trust and hope, long-suffering, perseverance. These are the attributes of a true believer. Believers just don't quote scripture and go to different meetings and functioning, but a believer lives by the word. If you're not living totally by the word and you're being pushed into something that you're not, or something that you don't want to deal with, 
then you are outside of the will of the Father. Bring yourself back into the will of the Father. That's what I say to every person that is not acting upon the will of God. If you're not acting upon the will of God this morning, then you, you, you don't have faith. You don't you don't have faith enough to believe this morning. So I'm just reading the text message. Everybody called me early in the morning and gives me an assignment. Well today <laughs> My assignment is not to get on their assignment. I must do this. Uh, the Word of God says, as Jesus was talking to his disciples in the 22nd verse of Luke 12, then he said to his disciples, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What will you eat? Nor about the body, what will you put on? Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barns, and Yah feeds them. Of how much more value are you than a bird? Okay? He's saying... Why would you worry, and to what advantage is your worrying going to give you? What you going to receive from worrying? And we're going to back back to the book of Matthew, and we're going to see what he said in Matthew six nineteen. You know, we're trying to get away from worrying and operating in faith and believe and trust, and whatever do happen, it's still going to be a blessing. Uh, Matthew 6 and 19. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroyed and where thieves break in and steal. Okay? But lay up your... But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasures is, there your heart will be also. So he's saying anyhow that if you do practice these things about wearing and trying to keep a large bank account, it's not going to benefit you because that's all to self. But he's telling you not to worry about coming up short because if you do come up short, there's an opportunity for him to fulfill that longing, that obligation, that we need to trust him more than we trust in our own self. Uh, the Bible says some trust in chariots, some in horses, some in silver and gold. But we need to trust in the Almighty this morning so that we can bring this country back under the control, amen, and the fellowship of his word. They still brag about America, home of the free, land of the brave, you know, but they have forgotten the whole root of 
of this America. It was founded upon the word of Yah, the Almighty. And they want to put that to a side. Hallelujah. Uh, he says here, uh, in 25, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what will you eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap their gather, neither gather in the barn. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they which of you, which of you by word could add one cubic to his stature. Worry ain't going to get you nothing. It says right there. How are you going to add anything by worrying? You see, he says, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. And he's given us, the Almighty uh, Yah, uh, Yahshua is giving us an indication, and he's showing us uh, our expectations that if we would consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither tall nor spin. They don't do nothing but just grow. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if Yah so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not make more clothes? Will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Again, the 34th verse. Do not, therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Suffice for the day is its own trouble. So we have enough trouble this morning to not to get involved with all the trouble that the people are talking about. You see, we need to get our stake and thinking fixed. See, we need to school ourselves this morning on his promises of deliverance, amen. We need to learn what he promised to do for all who trust and obey him. We should not be ignorant of the word of hope. You see, faith cometh by hearing of these words of deliverance. Fear will overcome the wicked because they go into judgment, ignorance, of the truth of the Almighty. So, yes, they that are ignorant, they that live in fear, you will be overcome by this truth that I'm preaching this morning. You see, the Almighty peoples must prepare to go into the hour of judgment, saturated with truth. See, truth is going to get us to where we're trying to go to. Not our shouting, not our tithe paying, amen. That's just a part, amen, of your doings. But truth is going to lead you 
through his promises, you're going to be saturated. You'll be fully persuaded that he has promised and he is able to perform it this morning. There's no way to, amen, prepare without being fully clothed with the word of promise. So we should read these promises. Hallelujah. We need to hide these promises in our heart. Do not worry. You see, that will be your source of strength in times of crisis. The Almighty will respond to your claim on his promises. But how can you claim any word if you have not heard it? Promise are for you this morning. They're for your family. They are given for your hope this morning, for your protection, for your assurance. Hallelujah. So you should often think on his promises. Hallelujah. Rid your mind of all the schemes, the plans. Hallelujah. This fear and personal dreams, and fill it up with truth. And all of this, this will set your mind and your heart will become free, free to face the future, judgment with confidence and with great peace. So with these words, out of Second Peter 1, whereby are given unto us, an exceeding great and precious promise that by these ye might be partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. See, the word will bring you from lost to found, from fake to real, from lie to truth, but you got to seek him. We can't be caught up with church folks, church activity. I don't like her. I don't like him. I don't like them. I don't like, well, if you don't like them, maybe there's something wrong with you because I'm not put here to like anyone. My assignment on the earth is to love. He said, if the enemy do you harm, you understand me, and he asks you for water, give him a cup. We're so rooted in our own sin, I'm not having nothing to do with him. You don't know how bad they hurt me. We still need deliverance today. Father, help your people this morning to overcome themselves. Help them to follow. Lord, speak to the children, speak to my children, speak to the heart of men. This morning, we're so busy running a race that has no end, but there's an end to all things. And, Father, I pray that this word and others that's been spoken and other people that are delivering a message today will turn our hearts back to you today, quicken our spirits, so that we can do what is just and right in your sight. Just deliver us from our own ways and our foolish hearts that are dark in this morning. Help us, Father, to expect, to realize and recognize that it's all about you and none of this is about us. Take us away from the storms that are in our lives today. 
and bring us to that place, a place of safety, Father. Renew our minds today. Get our minds off of what we think you want and sell in our hearts today what you want us to do, that we may do your good and perfect will. We thank you, Father. We give all praise and glory to you right now. And the Most High, Yah, Selah, and bless Yahshua. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.